Scott, will you set the scene for everyone right now? It's dark. I can't see anything, Trevor. And it's loud. I hear loud music. Sounds demonic. What are we getting ourselves into? What am I getting myself into? It's Margie, baby. Um, I don't want to go on too much right now because I got some focusing to do, but uh, any last words of wisdom before I uh, embark on this uh, all day, possibly all night affair? Ride safe first, ride hard second, ride fast third. I'll take it. Hey, Scott, thank you for being here, for uh, helping me out all day today. I'm going to be uh, needing every little bit of support that uh, you can give me. I'll be here. You need me, I'll be here, buddy. All right. Let's fucking do this. Do it. Token that you got? It's not even a token, it was a piece of candy. That's all that was in there. Was there a bucket of like was it full of candy? Yeah, full of candy. Okay. But you got one. Hopefully people don't eat them. I didn't think that. So one was fake, he said one was empty. The candy. I hope that's true. I hope I didn't miss something. Yeah. What else doing? The, uh, yeah, um, Steve was here first out of the 50s. He hung out quite a while. He was here 
he was here for quite some time. He went, and then Greg got back in behind him. And when Greg came in, Steve kind of took off and left. Greg, Greg was actually out pretty quick, fairly quick. No, Mitch, well, Mitch, Mitch was, of course, Mitch. Yeah. Mitch actually, when we when we pulled in and got here, Mitch was just kidding. He's riding, he's riding strong. Do it, still doing his uh, 20, 20 second uh, pit stops. Took a picture with the boys. So next time you come in, you're going to be coming from this direction? Yeah. Are we behind that, behind so, that orange tent? You know, and it goes up there. Yeah, so like to continue, yes, you would have gone, I think you missed it with that. So you're going to have to turn in here. Where do I, where do I go now? Right here. There. Oh, now the funny ones. Yeah. Now the real ride ones. Yep. Keep going around. But this, this loop. I know. They got a couple of spots too, but it's not, it's not as in your face all the time as like that. Yeah. Well, you said it's some of what you do on polar roll. It's like, right. like that in polar roll, so it's like it's not. You've got some. We'll see you at last block. We're not going to see you. We'll see you before you come back. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to go to last block. We'll go to last block. Okay. How many am I supposed to be in right now? This should, if Jack's sick, should be almost 70 miles. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, it says 65 miles. You're doing great. Live track. 65. That's what it says on the line track. Cool. Okay. Cool. See you. Right. Great, man. Yeah. Awesome. Drive well. Keep it up. Yeah, I want some food. Okay. What do you want? Sandwiches? You want burritos? Yeah, sandwich. Um, I get that. Leave it alone. Okay. Uh, let me let me have a simple burrito. That sounds good. After we went and saw you, uh, last month we went to the finish. We saw Steve Rogers finish the 50. Oh, that's great. But like we saw Jordan win the race. Oh, we did? Mm-hmm. Dude, that was all of them. 10, 10 15. hours, 15 minutes. Are you kidding me? He's all alone with nobody else. Are you? I think... I think when I rolled through Ishpeming, I heard that. Oh, maybe. Like it might have been, yeah. Because yeah. it was like, yeah. I well, know, maybe. no, you hit Ishpeming, you would have hit Ishpeming no. a little bit earlier than that. Where did you cross? So much, so much hike a bike. Really? So much hike a bike. That was... On the, since we saw you Was that yeah. Sissy Pants? Sissy Pants and, and section, section 18. Section, section 18, is that the one with all the exposure? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. So and I, it's all a climb and you're like... Uh, I'm not even gonna mess with it. Yeah, so I did, I climbed a ton, but it was dark. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know you don't in the dark. You can't even see all that shit. Um, how you feeling? Good. Do you need any? Do you drink you need more than one bottle? I have I have a almost a full bottle. Okay, so, so we have another one made for you. So we'll yeah, switch it out. Let's. Do you want some? Wa drink some let's water. Let's make sure the that one is topped off with water. You, want, you don't want it, you just want straight water to this bottle? Just topped off. Are you are just, Okay. It's really pretty good, huh? Oh, I'm so good. Uh-huh. Is it a border grill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andrew picked up like 20 burritos. Or, like it was, I think it was like 10 burritos, but they, they were all they're cut in half. half. We saw Eric Graff and uh, Jay get with that his last name is, but they said so they handed out like 23 cheeseburgers and they went to McDonald's and got all these cheeseburgers. Oh.
They said cheeseburgers and I went by. I wasn't sure like. <laughs> Did you go by the worst station too? I went by it. I didn't yeah, stop. stop. That stretch there, Suicide Bowl, like that road, you know how you come across it a couple times? Yeah. Like going in AMF and then coming back and then coming up from like the, then you just need to decide what you, what you want and where you may or may not want us. Lake Mini is 10 miles from the finish? Yeah. So it's 10 miles from now? But you have a chance on that road to see us a couple times too. Um, Before that? Yeah, because you remember you, know, you climb when you go climb up the ski jump hill and all that stuff. So that all starts off from that road. Yeah. So, um, so you may, you probably can actually maybe even see us a couple times. Why don't we do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just just pick a place and I'll look okay. for you. I'll look. Yeah. So I'll try to park uh, as close to one of the ins or outs off of that road, and if not, or like or be near there. So. Okay. Yeah. This one. This is gonna be like a. Probably another three-hour light. I'm thinking. Yeah, so you, well, so you know what you have now. I know. I is know. the stuff that Mitch, Dave, and you and I did. That's all you got left. That's it. You've seen it all. I do want to, like, I don't know. It's it's still early to process the, the whole thing, but... And I've had a couple beers, but... I finished, and it's... I don't know. It didn't go terrible, I guess. No, no you did great. Um, I'm still a little delirious, maybe. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, what time did we get to... It's not a super early start, so we didn't get to Forestville till 7 or something, but... Um, no, it was... As it, if if I could imagine Margie going like in my mind, if it if it would be the most perfect race, I think that's what happened today. Yeah, you got a game plan, it set up, and it just it went perfect. You're right, perfect. No bike mechanical stuff. Nutrition was good for you. Uh, trail, I mean you. No crashes. No, I mean, it's, it's... And, I mean, that's... So, like, you... The... It was still hard. It was still very difficult, but you were allowed to... I was allowed to um, just focus on that instead of having to focus on mechanicals or focus on um, if I bonked or something, which I did not. Right. Because your, fit, I, your fitness was your fitness was on point. Your nutrition was on point. So you, you had a level level field to to then make decisions proper things you should ride, shouldn't ride. Like yeah, yeah I mean, it, yeah, like you said, it, it, you couldn't have drawn it up much better. And then the fact that I had the best crew <laughs> running for me, which was yourself, Scott, and Rachel, 
Rachel, Rachel did amazing. I think we did. A, we were a great team. And it's nice to have somebody to help me. Yeah, usually Rachel's on her own, but um, yeah. Well, I mean, you did amazing. You did an awesome job. I mean, your fitness is is uh, is great. Um, your technical ability is is just grown leaps and bounds. Um, uh, you know, I'm amazed to watch you now in single track and some of the stuff I used to, I get nervous and, and warn you about some of this, these descents and things and the way that you're handling them is, you're doing amazing. Yeah, I think you're, you're a mountain biker now, Trevor. Well, thank you. And I'm not sure I feel like one, but I just finished Marge Gessick, so maybe I should feel like one. It's so top notch. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Rachel, for, uh, you know, going the long haul with me today. And, uh, I don't know, maybe tomorrow I'll have some more concise or, uh, different thoughts, but right now I'm, I'm tired, but I'm also pretty stoked about, about everything. (laughs) All right. Enough. All right. Well, we are several days removed at this point, the Friday after Margie, and um, I think myself, maybe both of us, Scott, have had some time to process the experience a little bit. I mean, if you've gotten this far uh, into the episode um, and you're not super familiar with Margie, you might be kind of confused or you may have just turned it off, but... um, yeah, uh, Margie Gessick, uh, Marquette, Ishpeming, Nagani, Michigan, UP. One of the gnarliest mountain bike races uh, in the country. Uh, Scott, last year you took it on yourself. You finished. I did. And um, and to be a finisher is um, is uh, is the goal for. It is the goal. <laughs> it, it is the primary goal of that race uh, for 99 percentile, I think, is finishing is your is your first goal. And then you work backwards from there, uh, you know, trying to uh, put down a time that's uh, comfortable for you or that you're happy with. I mean, you can all that or, stuff can go down or an, later. Or an effort that's... Uh, you know, uh, achievable, I guess, or, um, I mean, you got so many people are out there multiple hours and it's all about conserving your energy and, uh, managing that, that effort. Um, right. I mean, it's, and for those that don't, I mean, it's not a podium style race per se. I mean, there's no award ceremony at the end. I mean, you, if you have a, uh, window, for a buckle that is 12 hours, if you can do this race in 12 hours or less, you're going to receive a hand-forged buckle, which is very cool. But for most people, it's pretty tough 
to set that kind of goal for Margie itself, just based on how tough the race is. So then from there, you start with, we need to finish and stay healthy and let's, and, and kind of go from there. But then, so there's a buckle time and then there's also a cutoff time. Yes. So which is 25 hours, 25 hours. Yeah. Um, and it's difficult for a lot of people to be able to achieve that cutoff time. And that's how hard of a 100-mile mountain bike race it is. Um, I think we were comparing it to, like, Lumberjack, which is another 100-mile mountain bike race in Michigan. That's Lower Peninsula. Um, I did it in seven and a half hours this year, earlier this year. And I finished Margie in, like, just under 15 hours. Yep, and I mean, I've got similar results. I have a, like, eight-hour, 47-minute lumberjack, and I have a 20-hour Margie. So just just hard to compare the, the two, even though they're both 100-mile distances. So what, so what um, Scott, what in your mind makes Margie so difficult? The terrain. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the real game-changer. I mean, because terrain includes lots of things. I mean, so you have elevation. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, rocks and roots and, yeah. and pitches that are different. So that's, that's the big difference with Margie is the type of terrain that you're, yeah. that you're on. And I would agree. I mean, I think the – I've done some 100-mile mountain bike races uh, with a lot of elevation. Kohata um, – has maybe a similar elevation profile in terms of total elevation gain. Uh, but those are long sustained climbs. These are just it's, it, just constant climbs, constant climbs. You're climbing, you're descending, you're climbing, you're descending, and it takes uh, a lot out of you. Um, but not, f- not a lot of flow. It's you, uh, not a lot of flow, although there are some. Oh, some, yeah. They, I mean, in the, in the scheme of things, but, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of uh, short pitch ups and downs and things like that yeah. that that uh, are pretty technical. Scott, your dog is going to town on this bone, man. She's having a great time. <laughs> um, but uh, for me personally, and you know this, Scott, like the, the main difference between any other race that I, any other riding, any other event, any other thing that I've done, the big difference, the big decider for the day or the big... Uh, like thing on my mind constantly was just how technical some of the riding is. And there was something that I was concerned about. I was, um, uh, conscious of and worked on in the last two years or so, um, to, you know, just to, to be able to take it, to feel like I was ready to take it on at all. And, and I will be honest, like starting, uh, at the start line, I didn't know if if I was ready or not. Well, that's been, I think, most of the focus over the last couple months was preparing yourself for the terrain in the trail. So your fitness level stays pr- consistent through the season. You know, you, you, know, you, you do some stuff off-season. Uh, besides fat biking, you're doing stuff on the trainer, and you're doing some racing there. You're doing your gravel racing thing uh, throughout the year. You're constantly riding. But to prepare yourself for Margie, you focused on some more technical riding and going out and pre-riding some of the terrain up there, um, which, uh, you know, as we talked about before and we'll talk about again, 
you felt paid dividends for sure. I, I think that was the, so, I mean, if we really want to back up, I believe that, um, even though I signed up, you know, last October for Margie and that was the first time I signed up in my head, I kind of had a two year game plan that two years out, I was going to start riding my mountain bike more. I was going to start doing some mountain bike races and I didn't think I'd be ready for it last year. And I definitely was not. Um, but, uh, I would, I, I added in more mountain bike races. I got a better bike. I started to just ride more and more trail with you and, and the Epic crew and all those, you know, just all the impasta climbs that we did. Um, you know, that, that kind of stuff I was adding more and more into my training and I thought that would prepare me until like this, a two year long journey until like a month ago when I went up there and rode a couple of those trails for the first time. And I thought I am unprepared. <laughs> I am super unprepared. I, I thought I was the, like doing the smart thing and the, the long game and, and preparing myself. And then I got up there and I rode some of those trails and I was like, I do not know what I'm getting myself into. Um, but, but that experience a month ago, being able to ride some of those trails and then going up several days early, uh, being able to ride more of those trails, it totally flipped it around and I felt very prepared, um, just in that little bit of time. Right. You said just, just even a second time around on some of that stuff, even just to see it for the second time was night and day. I want to back up again before that too, though, is, uh, Mohican. You also had Mohican yeah. on the calendar as a prep kind of working your way into mountain biking, getting ready for Margie. And then that was really bad weather, had a mechanical, I mean, couldn't even get half of that race finished for yourself. It was, a, so, it was a huge, uh, training race and kind of, a, if anything, like like a step, like a replica, trying to replicate some of the day of Margie for myself. Mohican is known to be rocky, a tough um, course, and and a lot of climbs. And I I had it circled on my calendar for this year, and had to pull out after twenty miles. Yeah, and that did not give me the most confidence. <laughs> um, and I also did lumberjack for the first time. And nothing against lumberjack, but it's it's not the same type of mountain bike race. No, it's a fast single track. It's it's it, it has its own elevation, its own steep climbs, but it's 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 a different type of race. And I'm glad I did it. And it definitely was a step in the right direction. But you know, at the at the starting line, even though I had ridden some of the even though my confidence was a little better about some of those trails, there was still uh, quite a few question marks. Yeah. yeah, it's a different focus. It allows you to ride uh, single track faster for a longer periods of time. So you still have to stay focused because you'll, you know, you you may get fatigued and you may get yeah. tired, but you're gonna you're dealing with a uh, little bit faster speeds and 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 on a faster style course. Um, whereas in Margie, uh, not a lot of high speed stuff. A lot more technical. Uh, riding that you again have to stay hyper focused on, and and 
I, you know, I think we talked about this too a little bit. We're talking about like your fitness um, going into that. I think that really helps with your technical riding too. I think it helps that learning curve, not getting as tired and as fatigued. Um, and that's helped you uh, become a, a, a skilled mountain biker. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think we, we kind of touched on it as I was, like, uh, about to fall asleep on the way home from Congress Pizza in Ishpeming, but um, everything went so much better, or as well as I could have hoped. Um, and and I think all of this pre-riding, all of this preparation um, is to, I have to thank for it. Um, you know, I was thinking about, uh, so our friend Mitch DeYoung, he, he wrote up a little bit of, a little something about his ride. He had an incredible ride. Yeah. Um, 12 hours, eight minutes. I mean, just, just flew. And he said, there's nothing special. You just put in the work. And when I, when I think about, um, all I wanted to do is finish. But then on the other side of it, I'm like, you know what? It's not like, I don't know. I did put in the work. I did. I, I've been working on it for years. I've been kind of working up to this moment. And I think about the, I don't know, Margie to me has kind of become this, uh, this, this thing as a Michigan rider that I needed to experience, take on and, and, uh, conquer and experience, take on and conquer. And I didn't know if that would be this year. I didn't know if it would be multiple years. But um, knowing it's like there, there's so many stories of Margie. There's so many people I know that have gone and done that. Um, and, and I knew it was possible. But um, I just didn't know how long it would take me to do it, um, whether it be this year, whether it be several hours several more hours this year or it'd be next year um but it was it was definitely something that i feel like i needed to check off and and i did so now you know then you get time to settle down let it all sink in and you know at first you you talk about it as uh, a race that i wanted check off check the box mm -hmm, and do mm -hmm. it and accomplish it and but then now that you've done that then you does your mind start to work a little bit say, okay, you know, I gave myself a two-year game plan to complete Margie. Now, do could you give yourself a two-year game plan to think about the potential of a buckle? Uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, I don't think... I don't think I have a buckle in me. I don't think I'm that uh, skilled or fit of a rider but but i understand i'm gonna take your question i'm just gonna like i i get what you're saying it's like do you do you say it's checked off i'm done with it or do you say there's more there's more to be done or there there's there's something else there um it's hard because your your race was almost i i mean it was perfect i mean i don't i mean the weather was perfect uh the, everything was great. You're, you, again, we do just like we talked about. this, no mechanicals, no crashes. I mean, all the things went well, and so you need all of those things to, to go, go well, well again, 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 and 
still try to. And this is so I have I have a couple couple thoughts like. So the whole time I'm riding, I'm thinking. Or even before I started, I thought that I would feel like this is a one and done, like. I I kind of felt like it would be the situation that so many people go through as like they do it, they suffer, they hate it. The next day they, they want to sign up again. That's kind of what I thought my progression would be. Yeah. Um, you were at the finish, Scott. How was I at the, when, when I finished, like you, you were tired. I mean, you didn't look, you know, it it didn't look like you were, uh, up all night long or yeah. that it just look you look like you had a hard long day on the bike okay. i mean you i mean you 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 did i mean you look great i mean i've seen a lot of people come across that finish line uh in into the wee hours of the morning uh i mean there's uh there's a lot of emotion that's shed uh, at that finish line. Uh, yeah. And I, I feel like that's it touched you a little bit too, that uh, getting across the finish line there uh, as you embraced your wife, Rachel. And, uh, yeah, but as far as, it, as your physical appearance... Um, I look like shit. You, you know, you, I mean, <laughs> listen, there's photographic evidence. I mean, you looked good. Um, well, it's not, not, not so much how I looked, but, like, I... Um, I'll tell you how I felt. Yeah, you tell us how you felt. I was absolutely. I mean, how can you not be stoked and excited and and just super happy that you finished? But I guess like there wasn't a single moment the whole day that I thought I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to do this ever again. In fact, it was the complete opposite. It was. This is way more enjoyable than I had ever anticipated. And the challenge, there was, there was a lot of challenging aspects to it, but that challenge was, I just, I loved it. I, I loved it. Like, the, there, there were, like, fun parts of trail that I got to ride, and I got to experience so much trail, and it was just a, just a blast riding. You, did, you didn't repeat anything the whole day for 107 miles or whatever you didn't repeat a single part and that that was amazing and then the hard stuff i just thought was so i don't know it was so it was it was almost like you you just kind of like this is of course it's going to be hard and i had a great time with that as well and maybe i don't know maybe i'm crazy but like i expected the worst and it turned out to be not that well that has to do with preparation too i mean you've you prepared yourself for the worst and and in part of your preparation, with all things going well, uh, you succeeded. And I, you know, you also you also have a racer mentality. I mean, you've done lots of races, not nothing like Margie, but you know, as a racer, you know, you're able to put yourself in those uh, positions where you, you know, whether it's pushing yourself extra hard, going with dealing with a little bit of pain, a little bit of discomfort. Uh, it's kind of part of the process. We, you know. We kind of thrive off of that a little yeah. bit, you know. And Margie allows you to do that for sure. And you know, you've got it's it's it's, it's a head game. So uh, even when things are going well, it's a long day. So like, I mean, kind of to your question though, it's so finishing and kind of reflecting back. It's like, yeah, I really enjoyed the day. Um, and would I would I want to have a day just like I had? Absolutely. Would I like to have a day that stuff went perfect and I push myself even harder? Absolutely. 
do I realize that that might be impossible? Absolutely. Like, I, I don't know if lightning doesn't strike twice. Um, and, and I, and I realize that it's a, at, at a certain point, you're kind of playing with fire sometimes and, and it doesn't always go, it doesn't, doesn't always go perfect. I mean, I, even a, even a road ride doesn't go perfect. And I, and I know that from last year when I crashed like super hard and, and, so to get through that course and get to the finish line uh, healthy, it's like, do I try this again? Or just do I, do I do it the same way? Like, is it dumb to push myself and put myself in jeopardy? Or do I just go out and w- would, I, would I sign up and do it again? Absolutely. Yeah. Right now, I would say absolutely I would do it again. Should I... Unfortunately, I'm going to be tempted to now want to push myself harder and do a little better, which I guess that's not terrible to, to do, but um, hopefully that that does <laughs> that doesn't cause some issues. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, you got to have a little bit. It's a little bit of a gambler's mentality, right? Um, you've got a lot well, of things I have mean, to go you right. Wouldn't, you wouldn't be riding Margie at all if you didn't yeah, have that kind yeah, of exactly. So it's and like you said, that's. Uh, for for most mountain bikers uh, to be able to go up to Marquette and Ishpeming Nagani area and ride those trails is like just a joy. Like any like any time we get to get up there and ride those trails, we love it. So to to, to stack all those trails together in one day, I mean it is, it it's it's fun. You know, I, I, it's I can't say it's like a dream come true. It's what it's like a nightmare come true. It's just <laughs> because it's so tough, but it, but you love it so much. Well, it is. It's hard not to. It's hard not to go and want to try it again. I well, guess. what I mean, so. Last year, you did the same thing. You finished. What was your takeaway? Like, looking back at it, do you say, I want to do that again? Or do you say, I'm one and done? Do you say, uh, what, what, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on that? I, I can't, uh, I can't answer whether I'll do it again, but I, I'm closer to not whether just, just like, is it something you would ever, I would want? definitely consider it. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely consider it for yeah. sure. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would consider it. I don't, I just, you know, um, I know for me, I, you know, it seems like I'm getting, uh, a little lazier in my fitness and, and, and I know what it takes or what it, you should have in the arsenal, uh, to go up there and attempt that race, um, to be successful. And I, um, you know, I've never, I've never, DNF'd a race, and um, I've never quit a race, and so that's you know that's that's a lot to to put on the plate. I mean, it's a lot of pressure to put on myself. Um, so I think that's some of the reason that keeps me uh, from immediately signing up every year. But I I think I need to take my look at that event differently. Like I can't consider it like that. I think I have to consider it just as a, as an annual challenge and, and begin because I can do all the right things and maybe mother nature has other plans for me or something, you know, or the bike gods have other plans for me. So, um, I just need to change my mindset a little bit and not be so hard on myself about whether I'm able to, to complete it or not and just choose it as a, an annual challenge and, and just go out there and try to get as far as I can and no matter what's thrown at me and I so I think that's that's really on me that because it is an amazing event and I you know I did have a little bit of a FOMO you know watching everybody ride 
we did go up early, so I got to ride the trails, which was great. We um, rode, yeah, we rode quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So that was awesome. But like, just the day of the event, you know, the morning, it's dark, the fires are going, everybody's lined up, the you know, the music's blaring. You know, they do the national anthem on the guitar. Like, if that's like, at that point in time, I was like, oh man, now I'm missing it. Like, that, that, that I, I, that was a question of mine. Like, do, of course, I get it, and you would miss racing. At the end of the day, your experience of the day versus last year, not even versus last year, just your experience, at, like, because you certainly were a part of the whole day with me, with, like, other riders. You had a very um, intimate um, part to do with with Margie this year still as a, not even as a rider, Absolutely. Um, I mean, as as an as a support crew, as a support crew, I mean, I, you feel a responsibility that you know you want to ha- do all the right things for your racer. You know, be in the right spots, be at the right time, get help whatever they need. So yeah, there was a sense of accomplishment when you crossed that finish line. Mm-hmm. I was. I was super stoked and so excited. I mean, obviously you're my friend, I, and 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 you. That was amazing to see all my friends finish and everybody that came across the line. I mean, it was, I was super happy for everyone. It is an impressive day, but for you especially, it was because I feel like I had a little bit. You had a lot to of do it. With that. A lot of it. A lot of it. And I, I uh, no, it's not a lot, but but uh, but I, it's I, teamwork. To have someone that had been through it and ridden it and knows what someone might need or um, where to go, uh, I think it was so helpful. I mean, and, you know, like, we played the those couple things uh, as we we were at uh, Jackson Mine Park. I mean, some of that stuff, I just relied on you. Um, I was like, where, what's going on now? Like, what's what's the next part? And, yeah, I kind of knew that... You know, this part's going to be Ramba, and then this next part's going to be more Ramba. But I kind of knew what was going on, but but still at those moments, I I needed to just have someone to say, what what's next? What's coming up next? You know, what? Um, and then just like the logistics of getting bottles and meeting me here yeah. and there. Well, you that's know? the point. It takes, you know, it takes some of the pressure off of you. Um, you know, you just, you just... Trevor, you keep pedaling, and we'll be there. Where's there? Don't you worry about it. You'll find <laughs> us. You'll see us. Um, and I realized, like, not everyone has that luxury. It was, I felt pretty fortunate, very fortunate to have, um, I mean, wasn't only you, it was Rachel, my parents were up. I mean, there, there's just, like, a big crew of people um, as support, as emotional support, and uh, it it did it did help i mean i mean of course it helped to have like the logistics and the things but like just to have um a lot of people there and especially a lot of people at the finish i mean it was so cool to to finish i knew you and rachel were going to be there i figured my parents might be there but i wasn't sure and then all then it turned out like all the epic crew were there yeah um they stuck around and watched me finish which was awesome uh Rob Mendering was putting in some overtime, and he uh, he, he clocked was. back in, and <laughs> he stuck around, yeah. and that was. I mean, it's it's cool. It's, it's cool to to have that like finishing line moment that that uh, 
I mean, you kind of hope to have. Yeah, that's that's a good little story. Let's talk about that for a second. Uh, I ran into Rob Mendering. He was he was obviously there. Photographer Rob Mendering. Yeah, and he was doing. Uh, he was putting in a long day as well, and he was he was just about ready to leave. And uh, I I told what I time told, was time was this like nine? Uh, this is about ten. It was about ten o'clock. Well, didn't you see him first, and then he was? Well, I actually you're right. In fact, <laughs> I saw him at about nine o'clock, and he said he was leaving. And then an hour later, at ten o'clock, I said I thought you were leaving, and he said, "Well, I am leaving now because my battery's dying on my camera." And I said, you know what? I think Trevor's going to be rolling in in the next 10, 15 minutes. If you can make it and hang out, that'd be cool. He goes, I tell you what, I will turn my camera off and save my battery, and I'm going to hang out. And He knew I was going to buy about $200 worth of photos, so <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. But, but he stayed. He stayed that, and, and just did, yeah. almost clockwork, about 10, 15 minutes later, uh, you came rolling into the finish line, and, and there's uh, some amazing photography to, to prove it. So yeah. uh, thank you, Rob, uh, for hanging out. Yeah, it really like you know captured that moment, and it's what I don't know. It was it was cool to to see all those people, um, and that's what you want to see after riding for fifteen hours. Um, so I want to talk about uh, the SAG stops. Yeah, also. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that chemistry was created. Uh, I it and actually I know well. It was given to me off a spreadsheet from Lori and Mitch DeYoung, mm-hmm. and I don't know if. M- Mitch is the original creator of those stops, or if this is something that's been passed down along the lines. I mean, obviously, at, at all the stops that you saw us at, there was multiple uh, SAG crews at most of those it locations. Seems, it, like they, they were, they seem like spots. popular spots, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but uh, those guys had laid out all those stops. It was the same stops we've used um, multiple years. Um, use those when when Bob and Ray attempted to do the hundred. Two, two years, years ago, ago. Yep, yep. it was the same locations that we used. That was, was the year that we did the um, Margie Gets a Roundtable episode. Right, with, at, at, the, at the Cooper's house. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Um, and then last year, that was the same stops that Bob and Dawn were at for my race. Um, and then, again, we just we just used it again this year. Um, and they were... I, I tell you what, it was, it was, it was great. Yeah, and for those that uh, don't know, so you... The race starts off at Forestville Trailhead, heads out. Just uh, north of Marquette. Just north of Marquette. Yeah. Um, and then heads up to Harlow Lake and comes back. Oh, which, by the way, you do you do actually re-ride some trail. What what do you re-ride? There's a ro- the road from Harlow Lake. There's a, there is a section, I think, that's an out that does come back the same direction. It's like a two-track thing. It's something, or road. Oh, well, that's, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Uh, but then we <laughs> stayed We stayed at Forestville uh, for your return trip. Um, it was about 18 miles in. And then uh, from there, uh, we went to the American Mall, which is just near the Lowe's timing strip. Um, and that's just part of the uh, Iron Ore Trail that runs be- behind that uh, building. And it's real easy access. Um and that's after and there, you get finished. I mean, there's a ton of, of people yeah, there. A ton yeah, but that's there. a good spot. I mean, you, you're just yeah. getting done of all the gnarly stuff on that's like the North Trail. 30-ish miles in at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then from there, we go over to... Um, that's Jackson Mine after that, right? No, no, no. No. Jeez, <laughs> I can't remember. I don't remember. No, we got to go to uh, Intian South. Oh, go that's to, right. Go yeah, to yeah, South, South Trails. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, and then um, after South Trails, we just scooch right over to Marquette Mountain. Oh my God! There's so many more. <laughs> Just so you go to it's Marquette a long Mountain. Day. <laughs> um, 
which actually funny story is uh, we your awesome SAG crew almost missed you at uh, South Trails. Um, <laughs> so when it's early in the race and you've got other riders that you're watching, um, it's easy to want to kind of hang out and try to watch some of those other riders come in uh, after you've sagged your racer. And so it, it's easier to do that early, but as the miles start to tick down and, and, and everybody's pace is a little bit different, the riders all start to spread out. So it gets, you can't really hang out any longer. You got to be responsible for yeah. your rider. So I think that's Thank probably you for what being got responsible. us. <laughs> but yeah, we, I mean, we literally, you rolled into South Trail parking lot about a minute and a half after we, <laughs> after we just got there. So we're like, that was close. Uh, but everything else, it was, it, it, I mean, timing-wise, was perfect. I mean, I don't think we ever waited more than 30 minutes. That's awesome. At any of our stops for you. I mean, it, it just all went well. Yeah, but so then after Marquette Mountain, then, then you go over to Jackson. Jackson. Yep, you go to Jackson Mine Park. Uh, and then after Which the, I think th- those are, well, South Trail was pretty busy, but Jackson Mine Park seems to be like the, a couple of the main, because yeah, you, you roll through there twice. Well, this is also that's also the first location where you're 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 running now into fifty mile racers as well. Oh, that's right. So everything that's right. before everything before that yep. was only hundred mile racers. Yep, yep, yep. So now you're coming into Jackson Mine Park, and that's the same yeah. first stop for people that are doing the fifty mile. And that's what I yeah, and that's what I captured a little bit of, or that's what we had um, at the beginning of this episode was some uh, some of the uh, chaos at. That is Jackson Mine Park. Yeah, and at Jackson Mine, we were able to set up a tent and some chairs and some cool, and have everybody kind of have a base camp for for hundred milers and fifty milers because you also return to that same location again. Now we did have a stop between your yep. return to Jackson yep. Park. We went to Last Bluff, Last Bluff, yeah, uh, right before you dumped down into Ishpeming, um, and then again you go into Jackson Mine for the second time. And then we went to Cedar Lake, or others know it as Lake Mini. Um, but before that, didn't right before suicide? Oh, we did get you at suicide. Yeah. See, I'm even missing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was all. That's kind of like a flow, right? So, yeah. uh, Suicide Bowl Road uh, runs all the way back down to Lake Mini, and but you, Cedar the, Lake, yeah. The race crosses over that road several times so it's like the worst paved road in america (laughs) it is it is (laughs) it's paved right it's well it's paved to a point and then it turns to gravel okay um Um, so yeah we did see you one more time there uh before and then i didn't see you after lake mini or like you know it's crazy i was thinking about this uh with the dark and i was really afraid about riding in the dark but it was still light at Lake Mini, it was yeah, it was just yeah, and just then starting to turn, and then it from that from then on, it I, I had to use lights. Yeah, matter and that, of fact, that was still like two hours. Matter of fact, uh, right as you were coming in, there would be some bikes would come in with lights on, and some were still coming in with lights off. It started to like I just I can't remember. Maybe I did turn a helmet light on before that. I must have. I yeah. think I did. Yeah. Cuz it was pretty dark in the in the woods, but those stops I it seems like a lot. Um some of them were quick, some of them I just grabbed a bottle. I think even I ended up with a full bottle of like mixed like I probably you know they maybe I didn't need all the stops, but it was helpful to have all those in between stops and there was no reason I wouldn't have 
wanted to stop and just and I was in no I was in no rush either. Like, yeah. and let's talk let's talk about your nutrition uh, and actually what fueled you uh, through Margie. Um, I, uh, so I, I we I've been thinking about this. I was just talking to uh, Sebastian and Tristan about this on a ride yesterday. Um, because I was going back and forth between whether I carry bottles only or a hydration pack and bottles, which my go-to for 100-mile races or any long-distance stuff would be to kind of do a, a dual thing, uh, pure water in my hydration pack, and then really concentrated calories in my bottles of infinite go far and you know i mean we talked back and forth about like what i should be doing or like what what would be the right thing to do um i think i decided because the weather was a certain way or because i I had the hydration pack with you guys full of water yep we could smell it you could smell it (laughs) Smell the water. Smell your hydration pack. It smelled. I think. I think Rachel thought it was. Uh, I don't think that was a smelly thing. There's probably some other smelly things, but um, it, not wait, maybe not the the packets, but maybe the the, the actual vest. No, the, the vest. The yeah, thing. no, yeah, that yeah. could be. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. probably very smelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that was the part. Um, but so I decided to instead of like just dumping a ton of the calories or the the mixture into the bottles. I just went with the recommended two scoops, which was like 280 calories per bottle. And I bet I did 10 or 11 bottles of that throughout the whole day, but that's all I was doing. I mean, I, I stayed on that. Like that's what I was doing on the bike on some of the stops. I would eat a sandwich. And if you listen to the audio, <laughs> I'm eating the during whole time. <laughs> the Jackson mind stops. You could, it may be hard to understand Trevor because he, I think he never stopped chewing food. Um, <laughs> Which so that was the, that was the that was a game plan. Um, calories in the bottle, and then when I was stopped to do real food, yeah. uh, it's just to mix that up a little bit. And then I did like I would down a bottle of pure water um, on some of those stops yep. just to, just to have like a, a full. Just, just pure water, just to make sure I stayed hydrated, and that was important. It was cool, but I was sweating my ass off. And your go-to uh, solid food initially was turkey and cheese sliders. Yeah, I just made like turkey and cheese sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. With small no, little, no condiments, just dry turkey yeah. and cheese. I did a couple like pickles and, yeah. um, and then the border grill burrito, and which you was amazing. And you actually didn't eat. I don't think you ate. Uh, I may have had three or four of those sliders. Or, yeah, because I'm trying to think when, the, when I'm trying to remember when the first time you actually had a slider, and I don't. Uh, I think it was South Trail. It was South Trail. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was South Trail. Yep, yep. yep right next to the uh, pickle shot ladies. And by that time, you're forty miles in. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, he's gonna. He's gonna look at the spreadsheet. Which he printed out. Scott's a, the kind of guy that still prints out his his driving directions. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's fine. But um, yeah, that was the first time I had a sandwich. 
they they were good. I mean, that was that was a pretty good. I I so the sandwich idea was from Crusher, and for some reason, I was like, let let's just have like small sandwiches, and so I made a couple small sandwiches, and uh, like hundred or so miles in, Rachel met us all, and she had some sandwiches that we made up, and I remember as I'm eating them, thinking these are the most delicious sandwiches I've ever had. So I, I wanted to kind of replicate that. Um, but yeah, so nutrition was on it, point. It, it was on point, but the, the realization I had is I would run super concentrated, uh, go far before, and maybe it wasn't always the best with my stomach. But having it at like a, a like the recommended two scoops, two hundred eighty calories per bottle, I f- I could kind of go all day with that. Yeah, and having the advantage of having a crew that's gonna be at multiple spots, nine different places for you, ten yeah. different places for you to be able to to do. You know, you didn't have to carry as much, so it yeah. allowed you to uh, to do that and to, have to tr- to spread it out. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing, like you. Sometimes you don't have that luxury of being able to spread out all your calories. You have to kind of concentrate them into um, certain things. But it it worked really well, and I never had any issue with that whatsoever. Um, so yeah, that was that. I mean, of of the many things that went well, that went well for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, and then uh, another big thing is. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, you say like, oh, you didn't crash, like you had no crashes, like that's that's a big deal, uh, and that that doesn't. So somebody can say, well, yeah, you didn't crash if you don't ride it, but <laughs> it, that's also that's part of the game plan. You know, everybody's off the. You're going to be off your bike at some point. You're going to be walking something. You're going to be pushing something. You're going to be just yeah. so. I mean, that's just that's just be, being smart about the game. And, yeah, I mean, uh, because even some of the best riders, you know, if, it, if it's uh, you know, if the traffic's not right, if there's if, if other riders are in, in, on certain lines and things like that, it's it's not a safe or smart move to, to try to attempt to ride something because you think you should or, or could. And um, so that's part of part of staying healthy for the race. I mean, I, I think I was I I knew I rode within myself and in terms of the technical um, and I mean, were there a lot of like immediate foot downs and and dabs and almost crashes and did I smash my hand both hands into many trees or did I like n- like <laughs> the, my fork is all gnarled up from hitting rock and I mean there there was it got gnarly um, but uh, did I have a like a true crash no yeah. um, d- did I ride some stuff that I was like holy moly like i can't believe i i just rode that yeah i mean i I rode i feel pretty good about what i rode i i don't feel like i uh wimped out on anything and i feel like i was smart about the other things you know and 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 yeah it's it's so weird with other people you know you're in a you go through a spot where like i totally should have been able to ride through that but you know you're behind someone or something happens or 
you know, you yourself, you like clip a pedal and it stops your momentum so you can't get through something and then you have to walk a section, which is, you know, it's probably where the photographers are or whatever. <laughs> it's hard and it's also hard to restart on some of that stuff too. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. oh yeah. Um, even if, like if you, if you, like you said, you dab, you take a foot off or you stop, even though it's crashed, but it's like some of those to get back going, uh, depending on how steep something is or how technical something is, it's it, sometimes it's almost like, well, I'm, now I'm, I've got to walk an extra... 30 yards because I can't, I can't get my bike rolling yeah. again yet. And it was, I mean, and, and you have to be okay with walking stuff. And I did, knew, did you walk Trevor? Not never. I no. never, I never did. Never did. Um, so what's that, that sound bite? What? So, so much walking. So, no, so, so much hike a bike. So much hike a bike. So much hike a bike. <laughs> there was a lot of hike a bike. Um, I told you this. And I mean, speaking of hike a bike, the, the last section of Ramba, um, is the, I think is the part that scared me a month or so ago when we did some pre-riding after Ordershore and I just, it, it kind of haunted me for maybe a, a month of like, I, I'm going to have to ride this. It's probably going to be in the dark. And I don't know if it's going to make make me or break me. It's probably going to break me. This Amazon is certainly coming for it's this gotta house. Be here. <laughs> yes, it is. Should we interview her? If they drop this package off here, it'll be the third Amazon package of the day. <laughs> and two of them were mine. Oh, given Andrea crap but it's actually uh no i went on a little i went on a little spree is it a uh is it a night rider light <laughs> yeah your replacement light is actually uh coming to my house oh you did you actually from, did from amazon yeah you didn't have to do that i lost one of uh actually one of the casualties that is there like, it's like the only like casualty, casualty yeah, yeah. is a night rider 900 mini or yeah. whatever it was yeah. and it just like popped out of one of my bags or something yeah. um not sure what happened there but well and, and it also happened like at a spot it was you rolled into jackson and it was like it's just, gone like just check okay we, we we put the outbound light on the front of the bike and we're like okay you've got that mini in the pouch there put it on your head when you're ready to use it and like we went to check for it and it wasn't there so it was like i mean yeah it's it sucked that it fell out but like it was no harm no foul as far as what it affected your riding because we we realized it was gone before you needed it and we were able to replace it with another one and yeah it's uh, it's yeah. it's good that i didn't like get a flat or have a mechanical and then um have like be on the side of the trail for a bit and need a light and then look and not have one yeah. <laughs> that could have been a that could have been an issue i mean you could ride i mean you could ride with a just a bike light out there but i would not recommend just a single bike light but um, i didn't have them like no that's what i mean like if uh, yeah but you were, it was plenty it, it was, was plenty it was early, early enough, enough. yeah it was yeah, plenty yeah, early yeah, enough yeah. i don't think you would have needed uh anything but, yeah. And you would have had that, uh, the big bike. But, yeah, I mean, I think a dual light situation for sure uh, on the bike, on the helmet is what you need for. I, I think that's something you need for most single track. But 
um, especially Margie. It was, yeah, this is the first time I had that much light, and it was fine. It was it was good. Oh yeah, I think what I, I was I think I was talking about though that last section of Ramba, and worried about it, knowing it would be hike a bike. But I told you this. Um, when I got to Jackson Mine the second time, Jackson Mine Park the second time, and leaving there, I had so much confidence that I was like, I got this. It's done. Like, all I have to do is, all I have to do is <laughs> this three-hour leg. It's so of, easy. But, but I, like, I knew I could do it. Well, and at that point, you knew everything ahead of you. You, yep. you had ridden everything ahead of you. I mean, you had pre-ridden other sections of the race in Marquette and, and Jackson 1. Like, there's parts, but, like, the actual complete course from leaving Jackson Mine for the last time to the finish line, you'd seen it all. Yep. So you knew you knew what to – I mean, yeah, were you, you going to get some, you know, lose daylight and have to get ride some of that at night? Yes, absolutely, but you knew the trail ahead of you. So, I, I mean, I feel like that must have given you a boost of confidence as well. Knowing, it did. It did, absolutely. Yeah. And then, like, rolling into Lake Mini, I was like, all of a sudden I'm there. I'm like, holy cow. Um, and it, it's crazy that in my head, that last section of Ramba, that last 20-so miles, um, is it's basically 38 special on, but... But that doesn't happen until after. That doesn't happen until after Lake Mini. Yeah. All that stuff happens in a matter of, in in ten or eleven miles or less. Yeah. And and then there was like all this mud and the the whole like ORV trail that with the slab and there's all this mud right before you get to Thirty Eight Special, and then everything's slippery, um, and then you get to those like rock slab parts. Um, but I don't know. For some reason, in my head, I'm like, that's like a really long and drawn out. But it's just, it's it's pretty concentrated, and it's all at the end. Um, but uh, we were talking about crybaby. Remember, like, I I I didn't know. I uh, we had done crybaby, and I knew that was towards the end. And the whole time, I'm like, where's crybaby? Where's crybaby? And then and then I'm on pavement, and I'm like, oh. I crybaby was way back there somewhere. <laughs> uh, that's when you know. That's when you know you must be feeling pr- decent. Well, is, I don't uh, know, or, or you just, or you're just delirious. You just don't know where the hell you are. <laughs> um, but uh, if 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 I felt confident when I left Jackson Mine the second time, Jackson Mine Park, um, I when I got onto that pavement, I'm like, there, uh, Jasper Knob, and I'm I'm. And I kind of soaked it in. There was like a, there, there's no reason I needed to, there, okay, like kind of backing up. I, that last section after Jackson Mine Park, in my head, I'm like, I think I can break 15 hours. And that wasn't the reason I was out there. I was out there to finish, but then I was just starting to do the numbers. I'm like, I think I can break 15 hours. I think that's in, that's, that, that is a real possibility. Riding, riding, ri- whatever. Get to Cedar Lake, Lake Mini. Still, still pretty, pretty good possibility. Um, but I also knew that th- that next eleven miles is going to be 
hour and a half, two hours. And uh, and then I'm I'm starting to crunch the numbers a little bit. I'm like, well, all I have to do is average over five miles an hour. Well, that's not very easy when you're off your bike walking and you're looking at two miles an hour. You're going up hills. You're going through mud. Um, but uh, but it, it did get to a point where I was uh, I was like, oh, it's 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 definitely happening. I'm I'm gonna be able to to uh, break 15 hours. And that was a goal. Pretty I think pretty easily. I had kind of that was the number you I had in my head. I mean, was, I had 15 yeah. hours as a as yeah. a kind of a yeah. a baseline target for you. I thought that would you know be in in an amazing time, first attempt, all things considered. And yeah, I mean, as the day went on, and as you rolled in all the stops, and yeah, I thought. Yeah, this is going to happen. You got it. Um, and, I mean, and, and I said this to many people, and maybe it was just to downplay it or whatever, but it's like my goal was to finish, and then I hoped to finish before midnight. And so that was, that was kind of where I was hoping to get. And then when I saw that I could maybe finish uh, in, in less than 15 hours, I was, I was pretty happy about that. So – Getting onto the pavement and then going up Jasper Knob, I'm like, oh, there's, I'm absolutely gonna, I was, I was well below, um, 15 hours at that point. I mean, and, and so going up Jasper Knob was so fun to like, people were bombing down Jasper Knob and I was just like screaming at them like, like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause Great so job. You like know, you, if you don't know you, Jasper Knob's back. Yeah, back. Yeah. I mean, there is, it does split off. Um, well, I guess there's there's another part of the trail that you repeat. Uh, Jasper, oh, you're right. The, the, the top the half cl- of Jasper, yeah. not. But then, yeah, you get halfway down, and then it splits, and then you take a another trail uh, off the bottom of it. But yeah, there is that is also a repeat spot. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was the the best climb of the whole the the whole day, just because I knew it was the last one. I should see. I could have given you some more motivational text, but I know you weren't getting your my text messages on your yeah, on your head weren't. unit. But I, I should have given you the uh, fifteen minute warning on the beer tent. Well, uh, and so now now I'm mad that my goal wasn't just to to get a beer like a real beer, uh, and I yeah. missed it by fifteen minutes. Just, just missed. It's like that's like missing a buckle. Yeah, miss, yeah. missing <laughs> the beer tent. I mean, some people go for buckles, <laughs> other people go for beers. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, we had plenty of beers at Congress, so yeah, we did. That was yeah, that was uh, actually that was surprising to me. Uh, the Congress uh, stays open till two well, or something. There's or? that, uh, and also the bike shop stayed open really late. Yep. But yep. it also really wasn't very busy on the inside. But apparently, the secret is ordering to go pizzas. To go pizza, yeah. yeah. So very busy. They were very busy making pizzas, but there was plenty of room inside for us to sit well, down. I don't know why it was a relax. secret. Uh, I mean, I was pretty happy to sit down and. You know they had plenty of beer there, so was... I just think that time of night, even you know, it gets pretty late. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm most people that are crossing the finish line they probably at that point in time are, they, yeah, 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 they're ready yeah. to they're ready to get home. You know, get a shower, you whatever. Get the some finish line when we left Congress, almost two o'clock in the morning. The finish line was way more hopping than when I finished at ten fifteen or ten forty five or no ten fifteen, ten fifteen. It was crazy, which tells you about like. I don't know, like the 
What, it tells you about the types of people that do this race and what what kind of time it takes to get this done yeah. for for most people. I mean, the, there there's a lot more people finishing, uh, you know, in 20 hours and than there is in 15 hours, and yeah. you know, that's it's just it's a it's a tough it's a tough ride. The, the I think um, at this point I've had many episodes related to focused on Margie Gessick. Um, it's definitely been one of the, I mean, each episode I, I would get more and more like, maybe I should do it. Maybe that's something I should experience. Maybe it's something I can possibly do. Maybe it's not, I don't know. Um, it, it's crazy for me to look back and think that I talked to people about it on mic without actually knowing, like, on this side of it, it's like, wow, I had no idea about it. Yeah. Like, like, there's just so much about, like, even just going up and experiencing it is what you need to do. I, it, I just, like, I was clueless. I was clueless. On this side, not being clueless anymore, it's like, wow. Like, it was a an experience that um, I would say exceeded expectations. Yeah. I thought it would be <laughs> I'm, I wasn't sure if it would live up to the hype, honestly. Like, I thought it would be hard, and that would be the hype. Like, it was just, it's just going to be a hard day, and that's it. Yeah, that was kind of a question I... I jotted down about like expectations versus reality mm -hmm. how that worked out for you and uh if it did fulfill all things hyped margie i would say, i would say it's better I, I would say it's better than i thought um i knew people loved it i knew there's a whole community of margie people there's a whole thing with it and um the appreciate the appreciation for I always, those who have now that now that you've done it like those that have done it and and eh. and to be fair I always appreciated that I always appreciated the people that finished and I always appreciated like the the difficulty that I knew it was going to be um, it just turned out to be more of an experience for me it it was difficult it was hard it was enjoyable it was emotional it was i mean it was all of the things and um yeah i mean i i i go back through my like cycling journey my michigan cycling journey and i think of people like brett miller and i think of people like like all of my friends that have done this and and uh experienced it in their own way um and it's it's not like I need to go. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take some words back. Like it's not like I need to go conquer this. It's just I need to be a part of it. There you go. And um, there's so many people that have been a part of it, and it just it. I did. I I'm not sure I understood that until until I did it. Um, And just there's just so like all the conversations I've had with friends, with other riders, it's been so inspired. It, it was so inspiring. It was the inspiration I needed um, to go out and do it. And 
and you killed it, man. Congratulations, yeah. buddy. That was uh, that was an amazing day. I think you had an amazing ride, and uh, I was just uh, I was uh, glad and honored to be part of it, to be a part of your journey. Yeah, and I I'm glad you were there too. I'm glad so many people were there. So, anyways, uh, go do Margie. Go go take it on. Go go do it. Like prepare the correct way, and and experience it whether you ride it whether you race it whether you do the 50 whether you do i mean just or even whether you sag or that's even, what i'm saying even sag or, or just go up there to experience it you know if, if you i think it's it's an amazing it's an amazing day uh just to be a part of the event no matter what side of the race you're on yeah. um it's 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 a it's an amazing day anything else before we're we're done with this registrations and Registration Friday the thirteenth. Oh shit! The irony. <laughs> um, oh, man. I, I will be in Moab. Yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Thank you for. Yeah. Thank you, Trevor. The Dirty Chain Podcast is a Michigan Midpack Media production in partnership with KOM Cycling, the source for your bike accessories and necessities. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirty Chain Podcast. Email dirtychainpodcast at gmail.com. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you use to listen. Audio editing and original music by myself, Trevor Gibney. A huge thank you to Scott, to Rachel, to my parents, to all the people that helped out during uh, the Margie Gessick to Todd Poquette and Danny Hill for putting on such an amazing race. To all of my friends who uh, have attempted, who have lined up, who have taken Margie Gessick on, who have finished, thank you for the inspiration I needed to uh, start, uh, participate, and finish this amazing event. And of course, thank you all for listening to the Dirty Chain Podcast. And as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. We will see you in the mid-pack. <laughs> <laughs>